So now we've come to the end of the five Zugos, the leaders of the Klai Yisrael as Pez. And now the Maral sums up and he says, V'tire, ki ha-Zugos ha-Elohim chamesha. Ad ba there's five pairs of Zugos. V'shem and ha-Tzadik sh'ha-Mishyara an-Shikhen sa-Gadoyla ne'ch'sha b'fne ha-Tzmai k'mashmira an-Lamad. V'shem and ha-Tzadik wasn't one of the Zugos, he was really the continuation of an-Shikhen sa-Gadoyla, he was... Meshara, the end of that generation, It's only in the generations following Antigonus that we had a leadership split between two people, one the Nasi, one the Avbasin. Before that, Antigonus was a leader on his own. And therefore, we only have five pairs of Zogos. And therefore, the Maral points out we have two groups of five. We have the first group of five, which are the five gener- levels of the recipients of the, the Torah and the transmitters of the Messiah, which are Moshe, Yeshua, then the Skainim, the Nevim, and the Ashkenaz, And then after that, we have the five Zogos, Yesibanyaz, Yesibanyaychanan, and the Nitar Beli, and Shemben Shetach, and Shemben Tabai, and then and he explains that what's the concept of those two fives Antigonus wasn't in that category he was by himself in the original generations there was one leader at a time who passed it to the next one and even though we talk about Nevim as a general principle of a lot of people but it was a, p- a s- process of each Novi who was an individual passing to the next Novi as an individual. It wasn't passed down as partnerships. And therefore he says, Moshe They were one unit and they weren't, didn't work as groups. Antigonus was considered a Yachid, and that's why he was like the, on the one hand. On the other hand, when you see that Moshe Yeshua, even though they were individuals, but they had the din of someone who's in charge of the Rabbim, and therefore they were considered as a king, like someone who's equal to or compared to the whole people. So in that way they had a din of a rabbi, we'll explain to you what the Maral wants of that. Whereas Antigonus was a yachit, he wasn't considered a king the same way. He was a stage in between. They were, on the one hand, Zogos were makabal as a team, as a partnership. And then how do we transfer the stage of Kabbalah from an individual to an individual to a period when they be Kabbalah as a unit, as a group, as two people together? On the one hand, Antigonus was similar to the previous terrorist. There was only one individual who received, not two. On the other hand, he to the people after he didn't have a position of a king or somebody who was, let's say, the stature of the leader of Klai Yisrael in the same way as Moshe and Yeshua did. 
even though that that there's kaidim and the nevim, they weren't just was mostly Torah, they were leaders of the Klai Yisrael, and therefore they had the din of someone who's in charge of the rabbim. And Tignus was a the, the transmitter of Torah, and that the chain and the link of transmission. But he didn't have that leadership, and therefore he was more dominant to the generations after him, who were also called Yechidim. And that way, he said there's a bridge between the two. The generations before, where leadership was com- was the transmission of the Torah was combined with leadership. Moshe, Yeshua, the Navi, or whatever it was, the Zaken was the Shafet. And then after that, Ashkenaz Lagdodah were also the rulers of Klai Yisrael. And then after that, the Nasi Nav Bestin, who weren't individual rulers, they were joint rulers. And therefore, the Maral explains that the stage in between was Antigonus Lusaychai. On the one hand, he wasn't a leader in the sense of the ruler of Klai Yisrael. So he was an individual. On the other hand, he, he, he was Makabal Torah by himself and not as part of a rabbi. And therefore he says, uh, And therefore we have a connection between each stage of those who Makabal Torah. And now the Marakam is explaining to us something which he only hints to. We have to understand the depth of what he's saying. He says, why was there a concept of five? Five generations of original Makablim, which until the Enchmesla and five of the Zugas after that. So he explains, It wasn't by chance. Moshe is one, Yeshua is two, Skainim which means the level of the Shoftim, who called Skainim, even though a lot of individuals, but that was one level of transmission, one stage, one era of transmission, same thing by the Nevim and Nashkin Sagadayla, there were five, and the Chamisha Makabim, Shem Azogos. Like we said, because he's in the middle. Shem Azogos, like we said, because he's in the middle. Because through these different levels of the Makabim, the Torah spread in the world. Hashem gave it to the Jewish people. He gave it with five expressions. Through these five expressions, the Torah spread in the world. Hashem said, I didn't speak to you in silence, in quietness. Rather, Hashem spoke. The whole world will witness, the whole world could hear Hashem speak. And therefore there were five kailas which spread in all four directions. And the fifth call in the middle, we'll explain soon what the morale means with that. That's why the Torah is given with five kailas, that's why the Torah is spread throughout the world. Rak, through those five and that's why there was five initial stages in the transmission of Torah. same thing, the last five stages, which were the five pairs of the Zugas, also five. And after the Torah, so to speak, was minimized, like we saw last time, 
at the time of Hillel Vashamai. So then there was uh, there wasn't that same clear kabbalah anymore. There were more machroikasim. There was less of a, a transmission accurately of the whole Torah that had been until now. So the Torahs where the Torah was still transmitted in its entirety, five generations until Ashkenazagdola, and five generations after that. Each one had his partner of the Zogos who together they transmitted the Torah. It wasn't in the first five generations of individuals, in the second five they were the partners. Each Navi was a, was a link in the chain. He did it individually. Shmuel was the link in the chain by himself, and so it was Oshay or Yeshay or Elio or Elisha or any of the other Nevim. It didn't work as a team with somebody else to transmit the Torah. When Masha'en came in the later generations by the Zogos, then it was a team effort. And that he says that it was the two stages in the, of transmission of Torah. The first five generations, which is Moshe, Yeshua, the period of the Shaitim, of the Nevim, and brings us until the building of the second base of Mikdash. And what is different about the Zogos, which began after the building of the second base of Mikdash? And again, we have to explain what's the significance of that. That's the explanation of the morale and the concept of the five. Which means the Zogos didn't just makabal from Antigonus, but makabal from Antigonus and Shimon Atzadik. Then he says, then, then again, there was two who makabal from two. The day ends with the last individual who was Shimon Atzadik. One person, Shimon Atzadik, was the last link of Antigonus was Moser to one person Antigonus. And now the two of them together were Moser to the first Zog, which was two being Moser to two. Because being a Shimon Atzadik was his teacher, so that he may be assisted in transmitting the Torah of Shimon Atzadik, but he wouldn't be considered as equal. And now the Maral shows us that he's hinting to something. He says, you have to understand these things very well. And that is that there's two groups of five. The first five in the time before Bayashani, and the other five who were already after Bayashani, when there was already less Chachm in the world, were the Fika, Chayomakalim Zugas as opposed to individuals. Even the Shimon Atzadik was one of the first Kodim Gadol in the second verse of Megdash, but since he was part of the Anshkanesa which began before the building of the second verse of Megdash, he was still connected to the Adarga as an individual. 
The concept that they had to transmit the Torah as partners means no one was able to as an individual, which means there was a certain lack in the Torah that they hadn't been before that. And Again, he says it's time in the Mavinim for those who understand, which means he's hinting to something. I just want to finish reading the last three lines, then we'll try and explain what he's hinting to. And therefore, he says the two qualities that the Nazan of Basin brought to Kayashal, which was a Kayach of Ya'av and Yira, which they were in the second verse of Megdash, and the figure Harishna and Antigonus, I am Mazi Ba'av of Yira, Shayyir Said, the Agachazogus, Erdo, Mazal Av, Vashanya Yira, like he explained all the way through. Which was the Zarag of the Daishani, which was that balance of Ava and Yira, with Varim Eli Yeshach, or Hobin Moid Moid, came to Varim Burim. So he says these are things which you have to understand very well, but he doesn't explain very clearly what he wants. So let's try and understand this Maral's alluding what's the idea of the two the groups of five, the Tabliya Torah, what's going to do with the Vesem Mikdash. What it's going to do with the five colors of Hashem who gave the Torah. And lastly, when he talks about the fact that the Basimish is built with two hands, the right and the left. So let's begin with the Gemara, what the Maral is referring to. It's the Gemara in Suvas and Dafhei. And the Gemara there says, Darash bar Kapara. He said, Adrasha, and he said, Chavivim, Maisi, Tzadikim, Yosim, Maisi, Shemayim, Varetz. That the act of the Tzadikim, are more precious to Hashem than the creation of the world. Why? So he says, because the world was created with one hand. And he brings a pasuk for that. Afyadi My one hand fashioned the world, and my other hand spread out the heavens. In the context, he's talking about the one yad which made the world is the left hand. And the hand which spread out the heavens is the right hand. But each one was the work of one hand. The heavens was the work of one hand, and the earth was the work of the other hand. Whereas when it comes to the Maisit Tzadikim, we're talking about the Maisit Mikdash. So it says, Mikdash Hashem Koinenu Yadecha. The Mikdash of Hashem was created, was formed, fashioned, Baba Yadecha in the plural, both your hands. So you see that to create Shemaim was one hand, to create Oretz was one hand, but to create the base of English was two hands. What's that meant to me? The Gemara brings that Rav Chia, who was a contemporary of Barakapara, asked a question on him. He says, the Pasuk says, That the earth, Yotzaru, was fashioned in the plural. So it's talking about two hands. And Barakapara answers and he says, No. What he's talking about is the work of Hashem's fingers. Because there might be one hand which fashioned the earth, but there are five fingers. And therefore all of Hashem's fingers were involved in fashioning the earth. And he brings the proof for that. The same thing, the Shemaim, which we said was the work of one hand. But it says, 
when I saw the Shemaim, the work of your fingers. So the Shemaim was created with a hand that includes five fingers. The Oretz was created with a hand that includes five fingers too. And the Besamekdash was created with two hands. Obviously Hashem doesn't have hands, Hashem doesn't have fingers, it's meant to be taken figuratively. But nevertheless, you have to ask the question, what does it mean? What's it referring to? So the principle is like this. When we talk about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's hands, the right hand and the left hand, as creating the Shemaim Ba'aretz, the principle is that the right hand ha- is the force which represents giving. The left hand is the force which represents taking. There are two kinds of functions a person can do with his hands. The one is to give, the other is to take. And when we're talking about giving, we talk about the right hand. When we talk about taking, we're talking about the left hand. In the concept of the spheres, it's the same idea that the right hand refers to chesed, which is giving, and the left hand refers to gvura, which means to take, to hold something. And if that's the case, when Hashem created the physical world, He created the world in such a way that the Shemaim gives to the Oretz. The heaven gives to the earth. The earth receives. It doesn't give anything back. The sun and the moon, they shine light and warmth and heat in this world. The earth absorbs that. The skies provide the rain which which irrigates and fertilizes the world. The world absorbs that. And therefore when Hashem creates the Musuk, the concept of Shemaim Varet, each one used one hand. The right hand on the Shemaim because that was the force to give. And the left hand on the Oretz because that was the force to receive. And only one hand was used in each, in each of them because the Shemaim is always the force which gives and the Oretz is always the force which receives. In the natural world, that's the only way it works. Now, that's the idea of a hand. What's the idea of the fingers? So if we look at the one place where the Torah talks about the idea of a finger as compared to a hand, it's by the plagues in Mitzrayim. When we're talking about the Klai Yisrael saw, this, it says, Klai Yisrael saw Hashem's great hand, which he used against Mitzrayim. When we're talking about what the Mitzrayim said when they experienced the plague, so it says that the Khartoumim, the magicians, the sorcerers said to Parai, This is the finger of Hashem. What's the difference between Klai Yisrael seeing the hand of Hashem and the magician seeing the finger of Hashem. And the answer is, when it's talking about what Klai Yisrael saw, they saw the full picture. They saw all the makas and how altogether they brought to the redemption of Klai Yisrael. And therefore we're talking about all the makas together, the full message Hashem was trying to convey, the full act Hashem wanted to bring about. We talk about Hashem's hand. Because the hand is what accomplishes, the, so to speak, the full activity. If we're going to talk about details within that activity, specific points within the greater picture of what a person is trying to accomplish, so we talk about that as being the work of the fingers. And therefore when the Khartoumim, when the magicians saw one particular plague, and this wasn't the whole message Hashem was trying to show or teach, this was only one individual point within that greater picture, so that's referred to as a finger. And from here we learn the aside. The hand represents the whole picture. The fingers represent the details. <coughs> Each maka was a finger. 
the whole process of Yisus Mitzrayim was the hands. And we see it's physically like that as well. When a person wants to do something, which the detail he uses his fingers for, fine-tuning or maybe sewing or coloring or calligraphy, needs the work of the fingers. That's where the detail which comes from the fingers. And therefore, Hashem fashions the heavens with a hand. But all the details in the Shemayim, it's referred to as the work of His fingers. Similarly, Hashem fashions the Aretz with a hand. But then all the multiple details which Hashem created on the Aretz, that we refer to as the work of His fingers. So that we understand the heavens were created with a hand, and the earth was created with a hand. Now, what does the continuation of the Gemara mean? Where it says the actions of the Tzaddikim are greater because they were created with two hands. Mikdash Hashem, and the answer is, this is something we all know well, and that is when it comes to the creation of a human being, this was different to the rest of the, of the creation. The rest of the creation was created that Shemayim gives and Oretz receives, and that's the only way around it will ever work. Whereas when it comes to the actions of Tadikim, Hashem built a system that people can receive from Him, but there's also an expectation what people are able to do, and that's going to have an effect on Shemayim. And if that's the case, Tzaddikim, who fulfilling what Hashem wants them to do in this world, they have two hands. They're receiving from Hashem, but they're giving to Him too. They're taking, but they're also giving back. And Hashem has to make a system in place for the Tzaddikim that on the one hand He's going to give to the Tzaddikim, whatever they need in their life and their health and everything else. But on the other hand, He's willing to take from them what they're going to do for Him. The mitzvahs that they're going to do, the tefillahs they're going to daven, they have to be received. The point of interaction, the point of connection between Shemayim and Oretz, the conduit through which things flow from Oretz to Shemayim and Shemayim to Oretz, was the Beis HaMikdash. That was the meeting point of the two. And therefore it was created with two hands. Because the concept of the Beis HaMikdash has the ability to receive and the ability to give. Both ways. From Shemayim, it's going to give. The, all the brach which flows down to the world through the Beis HaMikdash but also to receive all the karbonis all the tefillahs which we bring to Hashem the Beis HaMikdash in this world has the ability to give to Hashem all the avayr of the Jewish people but also becomes the place through which Hashem sends bracha down and we, where this world receives that bracha and therefore Mikdash Hashem the hands of Hashem created the Beis HaMikdash are needed both koyaches together the koyach to receive and the koyach to give that's talking about place. Now let's talk about Torah. We talk about two concepts of Torah. There was the Torah which was given in Hashemayim. The Torah Hashem gave us and we received that Torah. That's what we call Torah Shevichsav. The Torah which came to us from Hashem, either to Moshe or to the Nevim. And that was the Torah which originated in Shemayim and was given to people. That was the nature of the Torah. Until the closure of the Tanakh. Until the time of the Antichrist Hagadayla, we know the last of the Nadim. Zechariah Malachi, Zechariah Zechariah Malachi lived at the time of the Antichrist Hagadayla, and Malachi was even part of the Antichrist Hagadayla. And that period was the closure of Nevoah, of what Hashem gave us Torah, of the Torah of Zechariah. Following the Antichrist Hagadayla began a new period in history, which we call Torah Shabbat. So with the, the skuf of the second verse of Migdash, 
was a tkufa, like the morale himself says in other places, of the flourishing of Torah Shabbat. That's when we're no longer taught Torah in Hashemayim, but rather we have to use the Torah we've already given to understand and to develop and to explain and to discuss, and then to formulate a new Torah based on what we understand. And if that's the case, so there's a change in the Anhaga, as it were. Torah Shabbat it's a Torah which has been given to us in Hashemayim. And if that's the case, it's Ke'ilu, we the, have the hand which is being makabal the Torah. And when the Shemaim is the hand that's giving the Torah. But when it comes to the time period of Torah Shabbat Peh, then it changes around. Then it's we here in this world who are the generating Torah, who come to an understanding of Torah. And now that's something which Hashem accepts from us. And that's why each one is a hand. And each one had five stages. Connected the five fingers. And that's why we're talking about the time of Torah Shabbat beginning with Moshe Rabbeinu got the Torah. So we have the level of Moshe, Yoshua, the stage of the Zkainim, the Nevim, and Ashkenaz Sagadayla. Those five levels of transmission of Torah were all within the hand of Torah Shabbat They were all within the framework of the Torah which was ready Hashem giving to Aslan. And then it comes to Ashkenaz Sagadayla, that's the cutoff. <coughs> that's the end point of the Torah which we receive from Shemaim and now begins a new stage and this is a stage which is based on the Torah that people have to understand and we're going to elaborate and understand more based on the Torah we've given which we call Torah Shabal Peh and then we have the five levels of the Zugos the five levels of the Zugos which were the ones who began the formulation of Torah Shabal Peh now the Maral said a second, and then we have five against five. That's the second time. That's the hand of the Torah, which, so to speak, is beginning in the world and going up to Shema. It's five against five. Except, the Maral pointed out, in the first generation, there was one person who was a point of transmission in each door. And in the second time, there were two. And it's indicative of the same thing. Because when you can have a door of a Novi, why? Because this is an integral part of Torah Shabbat. And that is that the Gemara says that if a person tries to learn Torah Shabbat Peh on their own, If a person is trying to formulate Torah, so then one person could make a mistake. It needs two people to work together, and each one is going to correct the other. Each one is going to make sure that what the other person is saying is correct in order to generate, so to speak, uh, accurate Torah. And that's how when it came to the generations of Torah Shabal Peh, the Zogas all had partners. They worked together. The Dara in the middle, which he said the Dara of Shimon Atzadik, who was still a continuation of the Anshkinah Sagadayla. And then after we have Antigonus Yisleichah. Antigonus Yisleichah's message to us was the framework, like the Maral explained, of what all the later generations worked with. The framework of that a person has to, as Torah has to be balanced between Ava and Yira. And the Chiddush, which you learn from here, is not just in the midst of loving Hashem and fearing Hashem, but rather that becomes also a framework in understanding Torah, seeing, learning it from the point of view of Ava and of Yira, what to do and what not to do. And like he explains, in every Dara, there was a Nos and Avbestin, who between the two of them, they, they each saw, saw each element of how the Torah expects from a person, from the two perspectives of Ava and Yira. So that's the idea of the two hands of Torah, the, the, the hand which gives from Shemaim, 
the hamish gives from the arts. What's the idea of why it's specifically five fingers? So let's just explain the concept in Machshav. The Maral said it, but let's just, he said it as a remiss, and understand it very well. Let's try and understand it very well. Let's try and explain what he said. What's the idea of five? As opposed to, for example, the number seven. So the answer is, and when you're talking about five, we're talking about the four sides, the four directions, and the points in the middle. In other words, talking in two dimensions. When we're talking about seven, we're talking in three dimensions. You have the four sides, up and down, which is the dimension of depth, and then the points in the middle. And therefore, something which encompasses both Shemayim Ba'aretz. So it has the four sides, and also up and down, the Ruchni and the Gashmi combined, and at six, and the point in the middle is seven. For example, Shabbos, when the creation of the entire world, the spiritual and physical, which take up six sides is complete, then you have the point in the middle, which is Shabbos. But we're talking in only one dimension. There's two dimensions, either the physical world or the spiritual world. Then we only talk about four sides. And then the point in the middle is the fifth point, and, we had, and then we only have five. So for example, when we're talking about the world, we have the Arab kind for Yisarek, the four corners of the world, and the middle point, which is the fifth. Same thing, we talk about the Shemayim. We talk about the four, the Kitzvah Shemayim. We talk about the four sides of the Merkava, which is four sides, and then the middle point, which is the fifth. And therefore, we're talking about in either one dimension, Shemayim or Aretz, we're talking about a concept of five. The excellences of five. So, <coughs> the hand of Shemayim has a concept of five. The hand which makes the Aretz also has a concept of five. And therefore, we said the details of Shemayim spread out is connected five, that's why there are five fingers on the hand. Same thing, the Aretz, uh, which is made with the other hand, also has a concept of five, which is the five fingers on the other hand. Just like the two Luchas. There are five luchas on the one, on the five dibras on the one luch, it's the one hand, five dibras on the other luch, which is the other hand. And therefore here also, when we're talking about the, ex, the extent of the spread of Torah, from the point of the Torah of Shemaim, so there's five levels of that Torah, we call the five levels of the transmission of Torah should be said, and then afterwards you have the Zugas, who were the ones who transmitted, at least the Torah Bishlemus of Torah Shabal Peh, before it split up into all the various tonnes that there were, and that's the five the other way around. And let's just finish this idea with an amazing insight. The Kabbalah tells us, we know the Maral New Kabbalah, he doesn't always say it clearly, but he's Miramis to us. He hints at many times that he had an awareness of Kabbalah. The Kabbalah tells us that the letters Hashem created the world with was Yod, Bav, Dalet, He. Why? Yod is the center point. And from that center point, Hashem extends it down, and so we have one direction, that's the Vav. Then HaKadosh Baruch extends it in two directions, that's the Dalit. The center point, which was the Yod, and our land extending in both directions, perpendicular to each other, that gives us four sides. If we talk about the four sides of something, the four is the Dalit. That's the, the, the second dimension. And then afterwards we have the hay. The hay is the same Dalit, with the point on the other side, which looks like a little line, but really the reason I explained it's the line of the depth. So if you see it as a third dimension, you're seeing the top of the line, which is going deep, which is going down. And that's the third dimension Hashem creates. The center point, one dimension, two dimensions, and then the third dimension. And like we said, when we're combining Shemayim Varet, you talk about three dimensions. We're talking about only one of those levels, either Shemayim Varet, so we talk about four. It's like the four sides of the world with the center point, or the four sides of the Shemayim with the center point. We talk about a concept of five. The 
word for a hand in Hebrew is Yad. Yad is the Yod, which is the point, and the Dalet, which is the extent of its spreading in all four sides. And that's the two hands. Yad, Yad. Each one has a center point and the, ex- the expand- expansion in all four directions. And each of those two together makes up the concept of each hand, which has, an ex- which has a continuation of five, which is the five fingers, but that's the extent of its influence on the five of the one hand, which is the spiritual world, the five of the other hand, which is the physical world. Are we talking about the Torah? So then the five, which is, represents the Torah being given from Shemaim, and the five, which represents the Torah, which was being given as uh, generated from the earth. Those are the Master Tzedekim, which Hashem creates with both hands. Like it says by the Master Mikdash, and by the Torah, there's this idea of Mikdash Hashem Kainu Yadecha, that needs both hands together, both with the Shemaim, and also what the Shemaim gives to the earth.